All right, we are here for another episode of Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. I got a good guest today, guys. You're going to like this. My buddy Joby Geralds is with me. We have been friends since, God, what? High school? Junior high? Junior high, I think. Way back. And hadn't talked to him forever. Hooked up recently on LinkedIn. And he's kind of a fascinating guy from what I've kind of read. So any of you that have followed my radio show over the years, you know, every now and then I would do what's called a biography show. And I would have people come in and just kind of talk about their life. And every single person that I've ever asked to do that, their first thought is, but my life's not interesting. Nobody wants to hear about me. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And I disagree because everybody's story is different. Everybody's lived different cities, different states. They've had different careers. They've had different trials and traumas. And I think once you learn about people more, you connect with them better. When you realize they've gone through some of the same junk that you have, you kind of connect with them and you relate better. So it's always fun for me to do these shows. <laughs> and I'm actually going to brag on you a little bit right oh, now. No. <laughs> Start off. I hope I don't embarrass you. But like I said, you and I go way back when we were kids. And neither of us grew up what I would call the wealthy side of life. It's true. We both kind of struggled. We both had kind of crazy dysfunctional homes. And I remember you talking way back that your dream and your goal was to be an attorney. And back then, for either of us, that was a pretty big dream. Yeah, it was. But I was always like, man, you go for it. If that's what you want, you go for it. And like I say, lost touch with you for 25 <laughs> years probably. And when you, when you hooked up with me on LinkedIn, I was reading your profile, and it said that you are now a US, an attorney for the U.S. Army. Yes. And that made me smile. It really <laughs> did. I thought, I am so proud of him because you Thank went you. after that dream, and you got it. Thank you. That's awesome. You should be proud of yourself. It, it was a long road, let me tell you. I um, finished my undergrad uh, degree, and it was about 10 years later that I went back to law school. So mm -hmm. I was kind of a returning student, but I, I did achieve my dream That's and awesome. I've, I've got a job now i love and wouldn't have it any other way now were you able to get scholarships or how'd you how'd you fund that i mean i can't even imagine what that would cost no uh, it was uh, pretty much just worked my way through i mean undergrad yes i had a scholarship actually from uh, the bedford uh, north lawrence uh, scholarship foundation okay. i got one of the uh, Crow scholarships, which was a great, it was like a $2,000 scholarship, and at the time that was a lot of money for college tuition, mm -hmm. and so it basically paid for my first year of college, and without that scholarship, I would have had a really hard time, you know, going to college, so right. I'm very thankful for the opportunity that that scholarship gave me. Awesome. What made you want to be an attorney in the first place? Like I say, this started way back. So what, what made you want to do this? You know, a lot of people have like a defining event or something. But for me, I think it was really just that I wanted to serve the public and do something for the public good. And so that's pretty much what I've done my whole career. Even before I became a lawyer, I, I was pretty much in public service. So, you know, doing something for the public really is what drove me to be an attorney. Do you have a field that you specialized in? Like I know... You know, some of them, some of them are like criminal law. Some of them are accidents, whatever. You know, what do you have a special field? I've I've actually done a lot of different law. So I've been a prosecutor. I've been um, <clears throat> uh, had my own practice for a while, just doing some uh, stuff on the side. 
Uh, I'm a litigator. I've done a lot of appellate work. I would say if I had a specialty, it's probably appellate practice. Uh, I've argued about 25 times in the Indiana Supreme Court, Court of Appeals, and Tax Court, uh, which was quite an experience, a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I actually had a case against Donald Trump, believe it or not. Wow. It was a tax case. Um, huh. So my area now, I basically focus on uh, federal ethics, federal um, labor law, uh, some contracts, and fiscal law. So that's kind of what you do for the Army? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. When I first uh, started with the Army, I actually started down at Crane. So a lot, a lot of folks in Bedford work at Crane. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of my friends are still there. Uh, but that was a great, great first job with the Army. Uh, Crane's an awesome place to be. Um, and then it, it led me to Indianapolis, uh, also working for the Army, and I worked for the Financial Management Command there. And basically what we do is we manage the Army's finances. Hmm. So I, I wouldn't have thought when I first started that job that, that the Army actually did banking. Yeah, so, you don't think about that. I wouldn't have thought about the Army having an attorney, actually, right. really. I mean, <laughs> Just never thought about that, I guess. Well, the, there are two types of attorneys in the army. There's the civilian attorneys, like I am, and then there's also the judge advocate, advocate general attorneys, and they're uh, uniformed officers, so they're active duty military. So they do a lot of the criminal defense and prosecution type work, but uh, the mm -hmm. civilian attorneys kind of do. You know, we work closely together and, and do a variety of things. But cool. What's what's next in your future? You got any more goals here set? Or anything none, different? None set. Uh, I mean, I, I've applied for a couple of different judgeships. Uh, it's been a little difficult. As a federal employee, I can't run for judge. I can't run for a political office. Huh. Uh, and in Indiana, uh, judicial races are, are partisan races, so that makes it a political office, so I couldn't run for judge. Okay. I could be appointed as judge somewhere, but I just can't run. Huh. Uh, although I, I, I don't think that that's likely going to happen. Uh, for me to get an appointment, so okay. I'm, I'm considering what my next move is. I'm not real sure yet. It's open, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know that you had mentioned that you traveled mm -hmm. quite a bit. Yep. And other countries you lived. Where was it? You told me you lived for a while. Well, uh, actually, my first job out of college. Uh, well, my first job out of my master's program. I had a master's in public affairs. And I actually worked for IU, worked for a researcher there. Her name was uh, Eleanor Ostrom. Uh, she was a pretty incredible lady, and she studied like deforestation issues. So she worked closely with the United Nations, the uh, Ford Foundation, MacArthur, all the big kind of uh, non-governmental organizations uh, around the country and the world. And she needed a program manager, so I started uh, working for her and worked for her for about three years and got to go to a lot of really cool places. Uh, I went to Finland, uh, United Kingdom, Guatemala, Bolivia, and spent uh, eight weeks in the Brazilian Amazon, which was pretty pretty cool. Which one was your favorite? You know... <laughs> hard to pick. It's, it is hard <laughs> to pick because I, I really enjoyed all of them for different reasons. Um, it, it was difficult to see, for example, uh, kids on the street in Guatemala and Bolivia, kids begging on the street. That was really hard to see. 
You know, because we just don't see that here in the States. I mean, we see a lot of adults with right. signs and that sort of thing, but to see kids, you know, literally coming up to you on the street is really difficult to, mm. to handle. Cool. You've had some cool experiences. That's that's awesome. It's It's been interesting, to yeah. say the least. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies? What are you doing in your free time? Uh, gosh, in my free you time? Yeah, free time. I, <laughs> not a lot. Uh, I like to do... Uh, Home projects, remodeling, that sort of thing. You, I don't know if you remember, I worked for my brother-in-law during high school. Uh, he did a lot of residential construction. So, I don't that. so he taught me a lot of stuff. You know, okay. it's really interesting. But. And did I see where you've got a, a workout program going now? I do. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. Trying to lose the dad belly, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, that's going well. So. How, how has it been? I mean, I know for me. It's hard for me to almost grasp. We're like, I'm 51. Mm-hmm. It's like, how did that happen, you know? Right. It's, I don't know. You, you blink and your kids are grown and they're in college now. Both my girls are in college, so yeah. uh, it just it goes quickly. You just don't realize it. Now, are they going to be attorneys and follow in your footsteps? I think that they will not be attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> they, saw sure dad, not they saw Dad struggle because um, my... Uh, had my oldest uh, just right at the time I was starting law school and then had my second kid, second daughter, uh, during law school. So, you know, they were pretty young, but they did see me go through a lot of uh, a lot of struggles. So. so did you work two and three jobs, kind of like you hear a lot of people talk about? No, uh, no? no I really didn't at that time. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah so that was good. But. <laughs> what... Um... What are some of the things that you've seen over the years? I mean, life has changed so much with all the different rules and mm-hmm. things. As far as the legal side and being an attorney, what are some of the big things that you've seen change? Is there anything that just stands out? Well, you know, law is really slow to change. So I think I've, I've probably picked a good career field because I don't have to deal with a lot of change. You know, I did a lot of IT work and before I went to law school, and, you know, that stuff changes every day. I mean, every other year you have to get some new certification. But, you know, that's the nice thing about the law is it's pretty steady and pretty stable. Although, you know, law and technology don't usually match up. Law lags behind the technology changes. And we, we see that a lot now with, like, uh, cell phone searches, for example. Um, you know, there there's a... Uh, a lot of cases that are starting to address cell phone issues and whether you know you can search a cell phone if you need a search warrant or you know so it's but it's it's still applying uh, the same legal principles in other contexts but just in a technology sense so i think the technology and law changes are the ones that will be the most interesting in the future yeah talking about the cell phone thing in a way that's almost an invasion of your privacy it feels like sure sure yeah, we all kind of, I mean, our phones are so integral, integrally connected to right. our persons, you know, that it has all of our financial data, our banking data, our, you know, personal information is all stored yeah. with email, text <laughs> yeah. messages, phone numbers, contact, right. everything is at, at your fingertips. That's and why we panic when we lose them, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I tell you what, what's, what's uh, some of the things on your bucket list that you haven't done yet? Well, you know, I love traveling. Um, you know, I, 
I would like to go to Africa and see a safari, you know, go on safari someday. I don't know if that one will ever happen, but but never I do. Never say never. Never say never, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, I do uh, plan to travel more in the future, but uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she uh, wants to teach uh, English to French-speaking kids. So she's probably going to be moving okay. <laughs> after college so, so i just have a couple more years yes exactly exactly awesome. so but you know i've i've been very fortunate in my career i've gotten to see and do a lot of things i you know i actually just finished uh a six-month detail uh working at the white house so I worked uh, as the ethics counsel to the office of the vice president so that that was really uh, an exciting job to have. It was uh, very interesting uh, to be there during uh, a lot of the controversial things that have gone on in the last year. Mm -hmm. um, but just to be a part of and see that was really, it was humbling in a lot of ways and it was really made me uh, thankful you know, for that opportunity. Have you ever sat back after, I mean a lot of these things that you've done, very few do that as far as their careers and traveling. Have you ever sat back and thought, man, I've come a long way. This is not bad for a little little kid from southern Indiana. Yeah, I, you know, tell me about it. I mean, I think if you had told me as that, you know, young kid, yeah. hey, you're going to be flying on Air Force Two someday, you know, I, I would have said that. That's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it did. And I think that's, you know, if I had something to share with people, I think that's what I would share is that you know your future is as bright as you want to make it and it's up to you as an individual to pursue your dreams and you know I'm, I'm still a firm believer that this country is the best place you can achieve the American dream it's still there you just have to define it and then go after it I always encourage people no matter what their dream is no matter how far out it may seem if that's really what you want go for it yeah don't absolutely. let anybody talk you out of it don't absolutely. let anybody tell you you can't yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're here sitting here in Judah today, and five generations of my family are buried in the Judah Cemetery. Really? And so, you know, that shows you how connected I am to this area. Hmm. But yet, you can still do things on a global scale, even if you're from a small place. Do you like living in the small town atmosphere? I, I do. I mean, I also liked living in D.C. That was pretty exciting, too. I mean, I, I either walked to work or rode the subway every day. So, um, But, you know, both of them have their, their advantages and disadvantages. But uh, there's nothing like coming home. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about, like, every now and then I'll see ads talking about, like, the online legal services, like LegalZoom, and, you know, they'll say these free things. Is that legit? That that's a good question. Uh, I think you had, your question earlier was, you know, what's changed in the legal community, and probably the online uh, presence. Uh, a lot of the, uh, I guess the, you know, wills you can get through, you know, an online service or legal Zoom or you know any of the other uh, providers. But that's probably changed the the most. Um, I'm always leery, though, about stuff like that. It's like, mm, I yeah, know. You know, and I can't, uh, I, I would say it's always a good idea to talk, to, even if you said, went to the legal Zoom, did your own will, it's still a good idea to go and talk to an attorney to, so that they understand what your, your goals are with something like that and can help you reason through it. Because every state's different, and granted, those, those programs are designed, you know, state by state, but still... 
it's always good to talk to uh, a legal professional just to understand what what the options are. Have you noticed? I'm sure you have. It seems like this in general, everybody's suing everybody for anything they can dream up. Yeah. Do you get that in the field that you're in too more, or no, not so much? Not not so much in public service, but yes. I mean, we we are in a very litigious society, unfortunately, and you know I think it um, shows when when people you know go to court there. There are certain things that people are always willing to fight about, and property is, is usually one of them. Really? So a lot of property disputes. Um, you know, I, I had a very interesting uh, property case uh, myself, and it was something It was a very small easement issue, but it was something that my clients really felt strongly about. And we actually ended up seeking uh, certiorari before the U.S. Supreme Court. <laughs> We didn't. We weren't successful, but uh, but with property cases, you know, people are willing to litigate those types of cases. And it seems like over a minute, yes, <laughs> a foot of ground or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's it matter, you know? Right. I'm not so much a one to want to fight over stuff. I'm just more laid back and try to work it out and let it go. I mean, it, it's not worth the hassle to me. But yes. <laughs> whatever. Well, you know, for you know, as a lawyer. You know, I deal with conflict every day, but I, I don't like conflict, so I try to resolve conflict mm -hmm. and uh, work through problems. So that's that's definitely the preferred method for me is to, you know, mediate something or reach something that works. You know, maybe it doesn't work exactly like we want, but find a compromise. Compromise, you know, both mm -hmm. sides, and you know, I think that's that's probably the beauty of the legal system is that it gives you a forum where where people can do that. All right. Well, hey, Joby, thanks for taking time with me today. Hey, it's great to talk to you. Really happy to yeah. be here and tell you about what my life's been like for the last 20 years or so. Well, I was <laughs> I was interested to hear about it. And like I say, I never really thought about an attorney for the U.S. Army. never really thought about that. So I thought, yeah, let's hear, let's hear about that. <laughs> so thank you right. and You're good welcome. to see you. Thanks to all of you for listening to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Go out, have an awesome day, and I'll see you next time.